Hey, I'm Alex. Hey, I'm Colin. And we are the Fun Sons. In the Slam Dungeon. What the fuck is up, brutal freaks? Fun Sons in the Slam Dungeon here. This is it. This is the season finale, the last episode that's coming out in 2021. And who do we have as a guest? The motherfucking boss himself, Mr. Larry Wang. Now, for those of you unfamiliar, this guy manages Fat Tub of Lard Records, and he's also in like 50 billion bands like Corpocephalic, Fatuous Rump, Gore Pot, Umbilical Asphyxia, and like the list goes on. But this was a fun episode, it was a little different, because we FaceTimed him and we recorded all of the audio from the computer, um, into the podcast, so apologies if the audio comes out a little wanky, but anyways, let's get down to business, but first, let's hear the final word from our sponsor. Are you tired of using the same artificial bullshit from the supermarket on your skin and hair? Do you want something more natural and more brutal? Try Doom and Groom. They offer many different products ranging from tattoo care, beard care, and skin care. Their products come in a variety of scents including ritual, sacrifice, demise, possession, and more. And all of the ingredients used are all natural with nothing artificial used. Find out how Doom and Groom can make your tattoos and beard stand out and make you smell great when you go to doomandgroom.net and use our special promo code SLAMDUNGEON at checkout to get 10% off your order. Doom and Groom, summon the motherfucking doom. Hello, fun sons in the Slam Dungeon. It's the fucking season finale. What's cracking? Crack? Yeah, probably. So, we're we we have a special guest. Uh, we gotta connect with him via yeah. We we got a call. We gotta call the boss. So we give us just one second here. Fucking start a video chat with the boss. The boss. Okay, just a little bit more. Oh That's yeah. More. Yo, what is up? What is up? What's going on, Larry? Holy shit. You're real. <laughs> we are real, and you are real, too. This came back up. So, we, we got some questions for you, buddy. Um, how did Fat Tub of Lard start out? Wait, wait, wait. Let me uh, put this on my fucking... Oh, okay, go for it. Yeah. Gotta give the boss a little bit. <laughs> the camera on. Yeah, yeah. Cool, cool, cool. So, boss Alex, who's uh, who's? This is Colin. This is my buddy Colin. How's it going? I'm Colin. Hey, what's up, Colin? Yeah. Nice to meet you, man. He, he's he's got a question uh, for you. I'm a big fan of uh, Gorepot and a lot of your other bands. <laughs> a ridiculous, weird band. The weirdest <laughs> band on the planet. <laughs> so, so, so you. you are, are, are you high, boss? No, 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 I just got up. Well, I was high before, but... You, you were high before you went to bed. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so then, how did Fat Tub of Lard start out? Okay, so, like, uh, I was doing March for my other band called Beyond Cure, like, way back in the day. Okay. That was uh, about 2007. 
Okay. So it's a local bike, and then uh, they made it pretty far. Like, uh, it did a festival back in the day, and people were blown out. And then, so I was uh, I was in San Francisco, and then my mom's like, yeah, you got to come back. I was like, shit, you know, the stereo, stereotypical Asian stuff. <laughs> right. So, yeah. You got to be with the family or whatever. So I was like, okay, I flew back. So I was bored as shit. I had a band in uh, San Francisco. Mm-hmm. And then I missed uh, being in a band, so I joined the band. And okay. then later on, uh, we started. The first show was played, uh, we played with a really big band from Japan called okay. Metal Safari. Okay. So, yeah, that was, so then I feel like, shit, we, we need something. Because, uh, you know, there's like no merch or whatever. So I started figuring shit out, like mm-hmm. finding uh, the right printer, doing the right prints or whatever. And then yeah, I started making snapbacks. So I thought, shit, okay, nobody has snapbacks. You know, the big ass logos on. Yep, right here. So, <laughs> <laughs> so this is actually one of your bands. So, yeah, 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 yeah. I yep. recognize. Thank yep. you, boss. <laughs> and I'm repping. You're all there, yeah. Oh shit. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah so i so i was like fuck maybe I'll, I'll i'll start something and then yeah like that's when i started gore pot because the whole scene was all metalcore and deathcore back mm-hmm. in the day. so i really love slam and there was not much information back in the day as you know mm-hmm. there's only that one term a uh, slamming gore groove yeah mm-hmm. and nobody really talked to anything, said anything about suffocation until like way later mm-hmm yeah, so I started doing Gorepod, and then I was like, fuck, okay, I'll use those connections and start making uh, stuff. Mm-hmm. So, and then plus, like, I had a lot of tradings with Gorepod, the first album, yeah. Happy Hour. So, yep. yeah, I started doing, I, I had a lot of CDs that I had to, you know, sell somehow. Mm-hmm. So I was like, nah, fuck, okay, I'll, I'll start trying doing that. And then uh, I asked for the first, uh, was that licensing? It was from Condemned. Okay. Thank you, Condemned, for the first opportunity ever. Shout out to Condemned so and Clayton and all them. Condemned is dope. Yeah. Heck yeah. And then I asked uh, Mark from uh, Cerebral Incubation, so we uh, hit the ball rolling. And that's how Fat Humble. Boss. That was yeah, 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 yeah. how it was born. Hmm. Humble beginnings. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I wasn't sure I was uh, heading this way, but. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, I felt like there's not enough slam bands, so I just keep the, doing the projects and stuff. Mm-hmm. And then people challenge me. They're like, yeah, there's no way anybody can write. Like, you know, you have one personality, right? And then you got to split personality to, to write different sounds. Mm-hmm. Because the person can only create so much. Yeah. And I didn't believe that. Yeah, yeah. You just kind of push down boundaries that way, you know? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Awesome. And um, what are some of your favorite uh, merch lines under Fat Tub Lard that you've printed? The merch line? You mean other different or, kinds or, of merch? So he's asking, like, oh, um, or, what your favorite... what uh, Your favorite pieces. Yeah, pieces of merch that you've printed. Oh, oh shit. Uh, Didn't mean to put you on the spot there, buddy. <laughs> no, 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 no. I, it's, it's, it's a very hard question. I have, I have a bunch. Yeah. <laughs> But like, like, like Necro Torture, for example. Mm-hmm. That one, like, because uh, it was so underground, there's not much information, and then the, the pig squeal was like, it was weird. <laughs> like, nobody could do that back in the day. 
Yeah. The Italians are all like, like the horror stuff, you know, like horror samples. Oh, yeah. So when I reached them, it was hard to reach them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then, yeah. And then the the other ones are uh, Mucopus. Okay. Mucopus. Yeah, yeah. That one, I thought it was impossible. Damn. I thought it was a long shot, but I contacted uh, Jason Keezer. Mm-hmm. So then, tell us tell us about your relationship with uh, Brutal Mind Records. Oh, okay. So I heard about them uh, from Gutter Christ, also from way back in the day, because mm-hmm. uh, Gutter Christ was one of the the pioneers of this merch, you know, like licensing and like sick images and stuff. Mm-hmm. And he's like, yeah, Danny from Brutal Mind. Like he he like he does good business in Indonesia. I was like, what? Okay. And I checked them out. He didn't really like respond or whatever mm-hmm. to uh, my request because he was busy and stuff. And he was young. And then later on, I start building to a point where he was like, "Oh shit, okay, you have something." Mm-hmm. So I was like, "Yeah, I need to improve everything I do here." I was I was trying to still do uh, snapbacks in house, like in Taiwan, mm-hmm. but he doesn't way fancier with the the prints and stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I was like, yeah, what about we team up? You know, can I tag along? Mm, like, take me under your wing. Like... <laughs> yeah, yeah, so that's, yeah. So that's, we, we start building from there. Gotcha. So I was like, yeah, let's fucking, oh, yeah. let's fucking, I'll do whatever, whatever you do, I'll, I'll offer. Because, you know, it broadens your range. Mm-hmm. It broadens the, oh, yeah. Um, what's the slam scene like in Taiwan? Oh, suck nuts. Really? Really? Yeah, like, I I don't know if, like, the politics or whatever, whatever like, mm-hmm. is sensitive over there, mm-hmm. but um, I feel like they're doing democracy wrong over here. Yeah. So, like, as a result, because, uh, like, you know, Asians, right, like, they're, they're protected. Mm-hmm. So the parents are like, yeah, you can't go out and uh, hurt your finger. You got to stay home and then I'll take care of you and stuff. Yeah. So as a result, they're all, like, pamper babies. So like yeah. uh, I don't know if you know if you notice like in the world, bigger cities tend to uh, listen to softer music. That makes sense. Rougher cities, smaller cities, mm-hmm. smaller states, they're rougher because they feel like fuck. This is how we live our life. Yeah. So we're all free and like chugging beer. Well, big cities were like, yeah, we gotta behave because we gotta put a suit on. There's like financial like districts and uh, you know shit like that. Mm-hmm. So like. Yeah. We gotta, uh, as a result, they like finer things like uh, metalcore and deathcore okay. and city pop, dream pop, and all that stuff. Okay. So, you know, you notice like lately they change the sound of punk. It's not so angry anymore. Mm-hmm. Really? So, yeah, so like as a result, like they te- they love transcore. Like, uh, what was it? Asking Alexandria? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, they're still doing that. Hmm. Oh, a lot so of like, style. Tai- yeah. Oh, like so, Taiwan as a whole, like, is like one city because it's so small. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. So, like, when I when, like the band I talked about when I started March was uh, Beyond Cure. It was Deathcore, mm-hmm. but it's more of a older Suicide Silence sound. Okay. So that was okay. Okay. Yeah, and then uh, here, like, if you listen to music, you don't you don't join bands because mm-hmm. they're like nerds so they stay home and not go out right and people who do bands 
like just like one band. They, they they're very into like White Chapel or Suda Silence, so mm. they make a band with exactly the same sound. Oh okay. Yeah, they like more of the core yeah. centered stuff. Yeah, 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 yeah. They do. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So like the the, the biggest band in Taiwan would be a metal band, would be Chthonic. Okay. With the female bass. Yep. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they're they used to be raw black metal, and then they start going folk. Hmm. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah, yeah. As you see the direction, like it's go, it's going softer. Hmm. Gotcha. Makes sense. Yeah. So, yeah. So, so like with slam is way too hard. Mm. I, think, I think from the, the the festivals we played at, they don't want us anymore. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's shit. all like because the the and Taiwanese don't really hang with the uh, Indonesians, and there's a lot of them here. Mm-hmm. Oh. Yeah, so like we're the only band that really brings out all the Indonesians and the, the foreigners, mm-hmm. like the whites or the Latinos. Mm-hmm. So our set was like filled with, it was like a foreign scene, you know, like a foreign festival for us. You were you so were like in the, a foreign foreign country basically. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> so like I built this vibe. Like it's the band before was all Taiwanese, all locals, little girls. Like young dudes, skinny dudes. Mm-hmm. So they're like, "Yeah, we'll check the next band out." So they stayed. <laughs> a bunch of Indonesians and uh, white people <laughs> and uh, you know Latinos came out, start headbanging. Oh shit! <laughs> That's kind of yeah, cool yeah. that you bring your own kind of crowd to you, though. Yeah, yeah, bring your bring your own vibe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's awesome. Oh, yeah. yeah, not a lot of bands can do that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah it's always like that for me. Like when I have to shop, we have to close down because. Uh, yeah. You know the, the what was a septic tank mm-hmm. and the shop, like mm-hmm. the motor and the septic tank like blew out. Oh shit! So oh. the poop poop water filled out. <laughs> oh no! Back. Yeah, it was oh. fucking gross. And there was like, uh, it's a tropical country, so there's a lot of cockroaches. Mm-hmm. Oh man, shit! Yeah, so it's like a swimming pool of uh, cockroaches and rats. Oh no! Holy shit! Ugh. Yeah, so we had <laughs> we had we called a guy. What was the guy called? I don't know, the, the the guy who sucks out the poop. Uh, um, plumber. Potter. Plumber. Oh, plumber. Oh, okay. yeah, like they, Super they, Mario. Plumber. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I thought they they play with pipes and stuff. Like, I mean, <laughs> so then um, <laughs> what think, um. What are your favorite bands in the local scene, though? I know that's going to be a hard. One. I know it's going to be a hard one because you know it's like you said. You know it's not really big in Taiwan, but there's got to right, be right. a couple locals that you like. Like, because I'm in I, I'm in all the projects in Taiwan. Okay, so you're stuff. you're the scene basically. Yeah, he's the he's the he's slam the guy. Scene. He's the guy. <laughs> so if I say I like any of the slam bands, they'll be they'll be too cocky, you know. Like, yeah. yeah. But I, I do love the people that 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 are in the bands here, like uh, with the slam scene. But otherwise, oh shit! No, oh. oh fuck! So I'm sorry. No, you're good. <laughs> you're good, man. That's all good. There, there's hardly any. There's that, that there's this one uh, rockabilly band. Ooh, rockabilly's okay. fun. 
Yeah, it's all foreigners. It's all it's all white people. Oh, so this wow. this basis, he built. He used a local broomstick, and huh. then like a nylon string for the double bass. Oh, that's kind of cool. Hmm, interesting. Yeah. So yeah, he was stepping on this uh, this fucking uh, plastic, uh, like uh, fucking this container, right? Mm-hmm. And he put a, a wooden stick and he tightened the the nylon string for bang is creates a bass sound. Oh, that's cool. I thought hmm. That's yeah, cool it sounds as like hell. a double bass. Interesting. Yeah. I love yeah, when bands was, do that. For me, that was mind-blowing. And there was like a local burlesque show, but it's also white. It was mm. really fun. Okay. This dude was chugging down a banana. It was like <laughs> he's throwing a banana. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so that, that was really cool. Okay. Hell yeah. yeah. Uh, um, locally, because like, they don't listen... The, the, the people making music don't really listen to bands and then the people really listen to the bands the, the sound they make is too underground okay and there's following it too much of carcass and uh, napalm death okay okay yeah so, so a lot of the scene kind of just like takes what other bands are doing and just like kind of do, does their own thing with their sound basically is what you're saying or yeah okay. and it's so i mean no offense, but it sounds like shit. Like, the production, they never try to improve it. Mm-hmm. So after, like, 15 years, it's the same. I used to go to all their shows back in the day to, to support. Mm-hmm. And then I felt like they're not... Like, you, you know, like, they print out a banner that was pixelated. Oh, my God. Oh. Yeah, I was like... So you made a logo. They, they're proud artists. They're like, yeah, we do our own logos. We're all, like, DIY punk mentality and stuff. Yeah. Yeah, so like they went out. I'm like, you can't even print your banner right. You can't even offer a proper presentation. Yeah, yeah. It's like that's that's extremely important. Yeah, yeah. You gotta you gotta present yourself. You know. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 That's my thing with the slam. Is like, okay, I saw like examples of this being happening. I can't I can't take a risk on that. Hmm. I gotta make everything on point. Yeah. yeah, yeah, definitely. And you've done a great job with that too. Like your your production oh, quality is amazing. It like all of it just wraps together very nicely. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. I, to be honest, like nothing was planned. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> like I didn't intentionally like. I just people invite me, and then I was like, yeah, okay. Like I, I'm a very impulsive, I don't like spontaneous or impulsive person. Mm-hmm. So when I'm doing this, like, for uh, for a year, like, all of a sudden I'll just do something else. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. Oh, yeah. So, like, so one day I'm making a slam. So I made, like, five slam albums. And one day I'm like, fuck this. I'll make gourd grind. I'll make a porno grind. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 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 yeah. So, like, uh, yeah, I believe, like, there's not, like, uh, one time. I remember the, who's the the boss of a Spotify. So he he made a post. He's like, yeah. So artists, if you really want to make money, bust out more contents. I remember it was like three four years ago, right? Mm-hmm. So the whole scene was pissed off. They're like, fuck this guy, fuck this guy. Mm-hmm. He just want money from us, whatever. Mm-hmm. I was like, yeah, I get it, but because the market is overflowed with the trap and stuff right now, right? Yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah it's crazy. Like, <laughs> Yeah, oh, like you hear that? <laughs> you spitting bars, man. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> so, like, I feel like 
because I was talking to German friends and they're talking about like Muslims, you know, in uh, Europe. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They're trying to take over the world fight by overpopulating their kids. Mm-hmm. You know, like as long as the population is flooded with the uh, Muslims, then they take, they can take take over with the with the religion. Mm-hmm. So I was like, fuck, okay, maybe we can try that with slam. <laughs> <laughs> So whatever you click, it's all slam. It doesn't matter who it is. Like really, I have, I don't really care if people know it's uh, if it's my name or if it's mm. me doing the vocals. I don't really care. I just feel like they they need a good time with the with the music. Yeah, cool. definitely, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> you know, so like I try to you know, oh get the God. tunes out. Man. And what is your favorite? What's their favorite band that you're a part of, or that oh, you have oh, been a part of? What was that? Oh, let me, let me think. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah, because I had a flashback of the earlier question you asked. Uh, what was the favorite pieces? Yeah, yeah. Okay, mm-hmm. I thought I, I thought I didn't ask, answer that. But uh, the favorite oh, projects right. is... Uh, shit, it's, it's hard to say. There's a lot. Uh, Take your time. <laughs> <laughs> I like... I really like all of them. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. Perverse Imagery, it was, uh, it was freaking weird. It's like me being in the Genova virus and dripping together. Hmm. Okay. That was weird. <laughs> and I feel like the, the dude needs more credit. Like he's very underrated. Mm-hmm. He does an amazing job. But uh, copper cephalic because it brings me to a different level. Mm-hmm. And gore pot is uh, I re- thank you, boss, for appreciating gore pot because it's like this little. It's what's going on in my head, basically. Gore pot's okay. awesome, dude. I've I've always like. Since I heard the first Gorepod album, I've always been a fan of it. <laughs> I didn't expect, you know, like, it's something that nobody's really done before. Yeah, it's definitely different. Yeah, it's it's a unique kind of spin on the whole slam, like, genre. <laughs> yeah. It, it's like people are, like, you know, putting rap and uh, gangster talk or whatever, being you know, all, like, mm. trying to put, pull that image. But for me, it's more about... Uh, it's, you know, like what the funniest shit ever in <laughs> life is the unplanned random stuff. Yeah. And so like that's what what I felt like if I putting samples that nobody expects. That yeah. I'll create something something weird. So like you know like starting from two thousand eight and two thousand nine, like nobody really had memes. Like memes wasn't mm-hmm. a thing. Yeah. So like I just mashed like shit up, and then later on, like when meme comes out. People were like, yeah, you follow memes. I was like, no, 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 no. I didn't know what memes was. <laughs> so then, um, uh, how did you get the idea for Gore Pot then? Oh, because I like, I like horror movies and hot. <laughs> okay, okay. <laughs> yeah, that, that was pretty much it. That's so awesome. And then I was like, okay, weed, blood, blood, bloody weed, that's... That's juvenile, and then uh, <laughs> what was that? Uh, we, we corpse, corpse, but there was cannabis corpse. True. So I was like, ah, one day I got my mind was so like weak from thinking about the name, so I was just like, gore punk, sure. <laughs> Fuck it, hell yeah! No, which which of the <laughs> albums is your favorite too? From gore pot, from gore pot. Which? Oh, like which album? Yeah. yeah what, like, what was uh, your favorite one to do? Oh shit! They're all like. The first, the first one ever. Like honestly, it was a. Uh, I'm a, I have serious ADHD. Mm-hmm. 
like theories. I can't sit down. Like I, I can't just do one thing. Yeah. So when I, when I write an album, I gotta watch a little bit of porn, a little bit, bit of memes, you know, a little <laughs> bit of whatever. Gotta put I the gotta two together. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And I used to work for IBM. Okay. Mm-hmm. That was like the most torturing job ever because I gotta sit eight hours a day. Just at yeah. a fucking desk. Yeah, 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 yeah. So like, I'll pack merch, and then I'll like write a little bit, and I'll like respond to meetings and like write official emails. So at the one moment I'll be like, oh, I found shit in my ass. Another one was like, hey boss, so I found like errors in this uh, testing process. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so like eventually, uh, yeah. Just but like uh, favorite album wise, because I it's split into like different breakthroughs for me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So like uh, the second album was like a big break, like a big change from the first one. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. the first one it was like. Yeah, I'll just uh, take, like, meaties from the internet and bump it up to 300 BPM or whatever. Okay. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it sounds sped up. And then, uh, yeah, so that for me was, like, a very big experiment. And then I'll do, like, ridiculous names and song titles. So, like, see how how everything responds. Mm-hmm. And then the second one, I was like, yeah, I gotta be serious. But I, I suck nuts back in the day. So that was an extreme bomb, bomb fest. Mm-hmm. But later on, from that, I started reading comments. People were like, yeah, that is shit. This is shit. So I take in all the comments. They're like, hmm, okay. I'll blow them out of the water. See what mm-hmm. happens. So yeah, like every album was a big breakthrough for me. And then plus like the first official like big turning point was uh, the album covers. Mm-hmm. So it was, uh, it was uh, in, like, a, uh, in part we trust. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I would say, yeah. Like, Calvary Roy's, like, making everything very official and uh, proper sounding. It was uh, in pop we trust. Okay. okay. But, like, the, yeah, the, then I, I need to find a second turning point. So that was uh, Schoolgirl Sashimi. So I would say... The one that came out last year. Yeah, 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 mm-hmm. yeah. So, because, like, uh, for example, like, the next Fatuous Rump, in order to make that album, I made two albums. Oh, shit, prior okay. To that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So for Gorepot, I wrote three albums for School Girl Sashimi because I felt like I had to do it right. Mm-hmm. So I was like, "Fuck it, let's do a double album." Mm-hmm. So that for that, yeah, that's uh, that's a still a different, yeah, okay. breakthrough. Maybe I don't know. One of my most favorite, I guess. Okay, nice. Yeah. Uh, so then, what's yeah. going on with Corposophallic? Oh. Uh... <laughs> So, Chris, Chris, we met on MySpace. Okay. <laughs> so one day he messaged me. He was like, "I gotta visit you on uh, in Taiwan one day." I was like, "Nah, that's bullshit. There's no way." Mm-hmm. And then his project uh, was fermented trauma. Okay. But, yeah. So I thought it was crazy. Like, he played live shows, doing all these tappings, and like mm-hmm. I was like, "Fuck!" He, he does live, like doing everything. So. I responded to him. Not many people responded to him back in the day. Because mm-hmm. he was like, this, mm-hmm. right now he'll be a, a Twitch or Discord boy. Mm-hmm. You know, like, finding all these cracks and doing all these, like, weird stuff. So, yeah, he he, he, he talked to me and then he actually flew to Taiwan. Oh, shit. Wow. Yeah, I had, like, this one bit bedroom. <coughs> like, well, I was renting with IBM. Mm-hmm. So I was just taking him to work. They put him on the side like a, like a nanny kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And then uh, hung around like 
to join all the local shows. So he got to met with uh, Gathonic, you know, a couple of punk shows, the local scene or whatever. Okay. Yeah, and mm-hmm. I'll hotbox him. He doesn't smoke or anything. Mm-hmm. So I'll hotbox him with the weed and stuff. <laughs> he was uh, 16 at this time. Okay. Yeah, so so I was like, yeah, why don't we start a band together? So we start, you know, and he was a, he was a foster kid. Oh, okay. Yeah, like the dad, you know, the whatever. So he was a very depressed kid. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so we hung out. He, he felt like oh, we are, we're friends or whatever. I'm like, yeah, let's, let's do something. So after we released the first album, uh, he re- released the song. And then Alex from ISR Inheritance of Suffering was like, yeah, I'll sign you guys. I was like, what the fuck? There's no way. <laughs> you know, way back in the day, it was all like, you never hope for this stuff, especially when you're from Taiwan. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It's sort of like a, a mafia kind of country. Like we call democracy, but really there's some guy blocking your way or whatever. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's an unwritten rule. So it's sort of like a gangster kind of thing. Hey, you can't succeed without me. You know, you got to go through uh, everything through me. Mm-hmm. It was the local scene bosses, like festival bosses and uh, bigger bands. They do this stuff, stuff like this. Mm-hmm. So I was like, fuck. So uh, we started creating this sound. The market responded really well. Mm-hmm. And I thought that was crazy. I was like, there's no way. And it even got on a loud wire. Okay. Oh, wow. Uh, yeah, like 10 uh, stupidly low vocalists. Screamers is what, what it says. Mm-hmm. I was like, so, oh, okay. I didn't know I was a screamer. Okay. <laughs> I'm a screamer. <laughs> I came for a hard to go. <laughs> yeah. So, like, yeah. And then, uh, so he did the first album. He, he's the type of guy that when he uh, puts something out, he feel like he lost part of his... I don't know, part of him or something. Yeah, yeah, so no, like, I can understand he was, that. He was very burnt out from the second album. He was like, yeah, I, I can't squeeze on it. He felt pressurized, like, from the previous success. Mm-hmm. And he, he felt like he needs to make it better. So if he, if he doesn't meet his own expectations, he can't, he can't process. So then does that mean that Corpus oh, yeah. Phallic isn't going to come back? Or? or he's probably working harder? Yeah. Yeah. He's doing. He's trying to deliver uh, three meals. Mm-hmm. Okay. Which is uh, which is very cool back in the day. Like uh, he started this new metal '90s kind of sound, 2000 kind of sound. Mm-hmm. And then, yeah, ask him like a bunch of times. He, he said, yeah, he's not ready yet. So at the moment, I guess not yet. Understandable. Okay. We'll wait for it patiently, yeah, yeah. boss. Yeah, we'll <laughs> wait for it. <laughs> and um. Yeah, and then. Oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Oh no, no, like yeah. I was, I was gonna say like the drummer. Uh, he's not really drumming anymore. No. Oh. Yeah. So uh, even if he comes back, we have to figure out the drummer situation. Hmm. Gotcha. Yeah, yeah it's definitely yeah, a little bit tough. Yeah. Especially with the scene he out was, there. Fuck, man! Like the drummer, I had a story with him. Like one day he got into trouble, so like he was trying to hit on this chick. Uh oh. Uh, when we're touring with Copper Cephalic. So we're in Hong Kong, right? So we, went, we had, like, Chris, Chris from uh, Copro. He didn't have his visa. Uh-oh. So we, had, we needed an urgent visa for China. So we stayed in Hong Kong. And it needs 24 hours to process. So we're like, fuck. So he was like, yeah, yeah. But I'm, I'm, so we're all depressed. Because we can't play the first show in Beijing. Mm-hmm. So 
But the drummer was like, yeah, but I got to hit on this girl. <laughs> I was like, okay, so what's your issue? So he told me this story. He was like, he's very shy or whatever. So I, let me see your computer. Let me see your Facebook. I love you. I want to I want to be with you. I want to get you laid to the girl. Oh, and shit. It really worked. <laughs> I was very pissed. I'm like, you fucking pussy. You fucking pussy. I'm all like depressed, but you're all like horny and shit. That was very weird. <laughs> that dude, that horny dude. I was like, fuck it. And then so they started dating. Turns out the girl was lying to them. Oh, oh no. The girl, the girl had a boyfriend, yeah. So when we got back, they, uh, they banged. And the dude was pissed. So he, had to, he was like, like shit, his name is Ashen. It's like, hey, Ashen, I had a gun. Oh, shit. I'll see you outside, I have a gun. So I was like, fuck, man. So I stayed up all night, like, trying to see what's going on. Damn. But it turned out okay. Yeah, yeah. That's good. So, That's good. yeah, so, like, the stronger situation would be a, a tricky one, too. Hmm. Gotcha. And, um, yeah. I, I saw that you recently played a Sick Dog Fest. What was it like? Yeah, I, I caught oh. that set. Actually, actually it's, uh, it's, it's more of a... Uh, it looks live, but it's a it's a pre-played, uh, like a pre-recorded uh, like live stream kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Which is cool. Okay. Yeah, that was. I really enjoyed the first one. I thought it was a really good concept. Mm-hmm. Especially during COVID like, times. Yeah, 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 yeah. It was like brutality on the internet, which is pre-creative. Yeah. Uh, for me, like, as how can a festival like host like a hundred bands yeah that's impossible yeah that's it's, insane that's yeah so i was i was blown away i was like there's no way so i started paying a lot of attention mm-hmm. and then like all of a sudden they messaged me they're like yeah you want to be on I'm like fuck yeah mm-hmm. so like we started doing this we never really did anything like this before and then so the studio we're at is uh is owned by a guy named jack Okay. Mm-hmm. Is where devourment and uh, cephal- cephalotripsy or cephalotropy. Well, Angel says cephalotropy, but this huh. girl corrected him. She said, no, it's uh, cephalotropy. <laughs> 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 but uh, yeah, so like, we, uh, yeah, so we started recording uh, with the proper mics and everything. So this dude, he fucking looks like a beast from mm. uh, this, uh, from this 90s or 80s movie. You know the tiger face or whatever. Yeah, yeah, the yeah. Sound guy. Yeah. yeah. But he's Asian, but he looks like that. It's weird. Hmm. That is. So weird. he comes in, sets everything up, puts the computer up, and then he's like, "Yeah, you're ready to go." So I was like, "Fuck yeah, I'm all hyped." So I gave it 120 percent. Hmm. Like headbang or whatever. Guitars is all headbang. The drum drummer's going nuts. So we played the set. I checked the computer. I'm like, "Fuck, we're done." I can't believe it. We're done. You know, first try. Check it out. You can't record. Like, oh, no. Function. Like, I was like, fuck, man. So the recording was stopped at like a minute and a half. Oh, after no. Three minutes. So, and then so we got the sound guy. He was like, yeah, you're good to go again. So we played another set. And the same shit happened. I was like, fucking hell. So I checked every time, like, uh, you know, we, uh, we recorded something afterwards. Mm-hmm. So in the end, we played like five sets. And the drummer was like, "Fuck it, I'll just use my camera. We gotta, we gotta give it out today. We gotta sit out the file today, so we have to use the the, the sound on the camera, mm-hmm. which suck nuts." Oh, yeah. I was ready to go home and mix everything, you know, like the proper uh, overheads, 
uh, drums and mm-hmm. guitar. Yeah, I was ready to do all that, but uh, yeah, it didn't work out. Oh shit! But so, yeah, that's the best we can deliver at the moment. And uh, did you catch any other sets for this for the festival? Uh, the the which one? Sorry. D- did you catch any other sets? Or just Do we have, have did, other you, sets? did you watch any oh, no, other no. sets? Oh yeah, uh, as well. Like I was bit, like we were doing band practices yesterday. Oh, because, uh, there's still yeah, another yeah, so weekend be, coming too. Yeah, 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 yeah. There's like two more days. Uh, so it's like today and uh, next weekend. Yep. Okay. Yeah, okay. Like, that's yeah, a, that's yeah. a lot. Man. Yeah, yet, that's but, a lot. I try to, but I'm, I'm hoping for an as as deep tongue. <laughs> okay. Okay. Yeah, the French. Do you know these guys? Ask Deep Tongue? No, I've never heard of them. Oh, okay, yeah. So they 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 call themselves the uh, the hentai boy band. <laughs> 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 so they're doing this. They're all like gimps, like pink gimps, like idol, like you know celebrity. So they're doing a, a really crazy set in Japan. Oh, I have to see this. Yeah, they're, they're weird as fuck. And the Cerebral Anima and, uh, yeah, yeah, Stabbing, oh fuck. I think Stabbing is on right now, right? I'm not sure. Oh, wow. They're fucking playing, yeah. um, Chicago Domination Fest next year. I saw that, Oh, uh, fuck. Yeah, yeah, I'm going to that, so you should come, boss. I might come, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, shit. Yeah, I keep asking Denny to go out together. Hell, yeah. You guys definitely should. Yeah. That'd be fun. <laughs> I'm always wasted, so yeah, I'm, I'm, I haven't seen him wasted. <laughs> oh, let's get him wasted then. <laughs> <laughs> so I, um, I talked to Clayton uh, a couple months ago about the oh, writing same, same. process for uh, the new umbilical asphyxia. Asphyxia, sorry. Um, <laughs> he told me for the, the Final Fantasy VII one. He told sure. me that you um, wrote everything for that album. In one week, is that true? <laughs> well, one week—I wouldn't say one week, but I would say <laughs> probably close to two weeks. I, I would say. Still, that's fucking impressive. <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. Maybe, dude. maybe he like, maybe he was thinking about like the, like, hey boss, I'm writing, but actually I wrote a few songs already, but uh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, like the the fixing process takes a longer time. Mm-hmm. Because you got to mix it yeah. and you know record it and all that. Uh, yeah, like the, the drum programming because there's a lot of fillings. God damn it! <laughs> Poor drummers. So many fillings. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> yeah, but like usually if I want to write an album, like, if I really like sit down, I can probably do it in uh, three days. Holy shit! Wow. Yeah, but like my body, like mentally, I can't do it because I, I get, it's a you know repetitive process. Mm-hmm. You get writer's block sometimes. Yeah. Writer, I, I think I, 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 I overcome that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, I re- I never really had a, a blockers. What was that? Yeah, yeah, a writer's block mm-hmm. because uh, there's too much in my head, like all every time, okay. like every day. So like, when I pick up a guitar. But there's frets I haven't touched, mm-hmm. but like you know, muscle memory. Like so, you're mm-hmm. writing something, you remember something. So I was like, what if I go the other way? Okay, okay. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So like, I test everything else. So I have like a, a, you know, like a bank of like riffs that I tested out but never used. Hmm. That makes sense. Yeah. 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 
So yeah, 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 that, that's true. But like, like Clayton wise, like he fucking, he's like, he, like when he first tries something out, like the vocals, he would, he would try this, and then the next vocals would be like very different, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He's like, boss, I tested something out because he, his brain is like metal archives. Mm-hmm. I think that's what he is. He knows everything. Yeah, he really <laughs> does. <laughs> Have you seen his fucking merch collection? Oh, fucking, oh, Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> Hashtag I'm, goals. I'm very, I'm very jealous. Yeah. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> he has, like, everything. Yeah. Everything. Like, not even slam, not even brutal death, like, he has everything. Like, AFI, Misfits, he has, like, everything. Yeah. <laughs> Dude's nuts. <laughs> like, well, let me see, like, when I first met him, it was, uh, first year... The first year we played uh, Las Vegas Death Fest, I think. Yeah, yeah. The first year I, I didn't talk to him. But the second year I went as a visitor. Because I was going uh, going on a job trip uh, for my tattoo comp- the tattoo company I'm in, mm-hmm. Germany. Okay. Yeah, so we're at Ink and Iron. That's, uh, have you guys heard of Viva Las Vegas? Yes. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. So it's, they partner with, uh, the tattoo convention partners with Viva Las Vegas. Mm-hmm. Okay. So we're, we're we're co-hosting that show with uh, 12 artist booths, a banner set up. So my, my boss was a nut. He's a fucking nutcase. He he, he signed uh, Rammstein back in the day. Wow. What? Yeah. He was that guy who signed Rammstein. He proposed to Universal, the boss. He was like, yeah, you know, I, I, I saw this band, local band, that they, they have Schwanz. Schwanz's penis in the German. <laughs> they have a squirting Schwanz on stage. So how do you, what do you think about signing this band? The, the boss is like, fuck, no, no, no squirting Schwanz. He's like, you got to check him out. So he took him out of shows or whatever. So the boss is like, yeah, 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 sounds fun. Sounds promising. I'll sign them. So like the best record deal ever in Germany for Universal. In two weeks, I think they sold about 1.4 million copies. Mm-hmm. Yeah, way back in the day. So yeah, so he was like, he was in that case. So oh, this is a side story from uh, the, the job. Mm-hmm. So before I went to uh, met Clayton. <laughs> so you know, this is a club car mm-hmm. going on hotels. Mm-hmm. So I was carrying all the stuff like banners and stuff. I had to carry it back to Taiwan, mm-hmm. right? So I was loaded with stuff. So the boss was like, "What the fuck are you doing?" He's like, fucking coked out his mind and stuff. It's like, fuck you, Larry, fuck you. You have to walk smart, smart. So he's like, there's a club car. Drive that fucking club car. So the, the people driving the club car was hosting this dude. Who was, it was like fucking 2 p.m. The dude was drunk out of his mind. He couldn't go forward. He had a Western shirt on with all tattoos. He was walking like forward but backwards. <laughs> so he was moonwalking? Yeah, it, it feels like that. I don't know what the fuck he's doing. He was like, <laughs> looks like he's going forward, but he's actually like slowly. It's, it's weird. <laughs> so the, the dudes are all busy, so the, the boss is like, put your shit on the club car. I was like, okay, okay, okay. I'll look. But I said, yeah, but you're not allowed to drive. He's like, I am the boss. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. So he, he hopped on and got me and Chris on the car. So we drove all the way from the the room to the in front of the reception. It was a, a it was a Mayan themed Marriott, like very expensive hotel. That's <laughs> right. In front of the in front of the reception, unload everything. So the manager came out. He was like, 
hey, so what the fuck, you, you guys, he was going to the boss, like, you can't drive this club car. He was like, can't you see, it was that Asian guy. <laughs> so the manager, like, was busting out, like, nasty stuff in front of my face. He's like, you should not drive the club car. It's my club car. I was like, I'm sorry, I'm so sorry. <laughs> boss, hi, 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 sorry. <laughs> hi, hi, boss. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So that's when we, uh, oh, shit, and then uh, so we're, we're driving, right? So mm-hmm. Chris, Cristiani was driving. He had a panic attack because we, we got lost, and they got, I got pissed off. I was like, how the fuck? You you made a fucking left when I said to make a right. So he panicked. I was like, let's fucking do this right now. Let's switch in front of this uh, red light. And I, I forgot in America you can't do that in the middle of the streets. Mm. Oh. I forgot, so we did this quick switcheroo. I'm like, yeah, stop panicking, stop panicking. We do a switcheroo. So all of a sudden, the ambulance came. All the cars are gone. Like the lights were green. I was like, "What the fuck? We're all, the only parked car in the green light." <laughs> so the the, the the ranger pulled up. Oh, oh. So we're like, "Fuck, man!" So we pulled over, and then he was like, "You stay in front of the car. Stop getting off." So he pulled like Cristiani to the side, sat it on the curb. He was like. Who the fuck is that Yakuza guy? I was hearing stuff, you know, yelling and stuff. Mm. So after like 20, uh, 30 minutes, he got on. He was like, we're good. I was like, how are we good? <laughs> in the States, this is a serious crime. This is like having heroin in your car. <laughs> you know, doing a switcheroo in front of him. He was like, yeah, but he let us go. He thought you were a Yakuza. He was like, how does, how does a Yakuza drive a Toyota? <laughs> yeah, so... Yeah, so that was before we met Clayton. Oh, shit. <laughs> yeah, it was, it was nuts. So we, we got off and Clayton was like, yeah, yo, oh, I like your band or whatever. He seems like he knows everything. And he's very cute. And I was like, who was this fucking hot guy? <laughs> <laughs> and then, and then he got just kind of went. So he started putting... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's also like this. Oh, oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Because they're all like we're all manly because we do slam, so we gotta. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. it's it's the slam thing to do. Get you know? touch tips every once in a while. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, um, yeah. Any upcoming projects that you're excited for or working on in the near future? Oh shit! Okay. I know uh, the so... new Fatuous Rump is coming. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. So, <laughs> so the original idea was. Uh, I wanted to do three album release from three different labels. Wow. Okay. <laughs> this year. Yeah. Then he was all caught up from a bunch of releases he was doing, and then I was caught up as well. Mm-hmm. So, and then other other labels didn't want to, didn't like this idea. They're like, who the fuck is signed to three freaking bands? <laughs> so, yeah, so that was, yeah, that was that one out. But, uh, upcoming projects. So, uh, last week, I got notified with a split from uh, very sick bands. I, I can't say anything at the moment, but uh, okay. I think news will be coming out. Yeah, yeah. But it's it's. I think it's pretty crazy. Okay. okay. So yeah, the, and then it doesn't really like the combination is weird. Gore okay. and fucking serious brutal death metal and slam. Okay. Okay. Like if you if you guys know the band names, you'd be like, what the fuck? But yeah, I thought it was a very cool concept. 
Okay. Hell yeah. We'll be so, looking forward yeah, to that. I'm looking like forward you. to that announcement. Oh yeah. 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 So that's like a little something for the for the podcast. <laughs> okay. 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 Um, yeah, and then. Uh, Go for yeah, it. and then le- lesbians. Yeah, there's something for lesbians. And then I'll, I don't know if you guys saw the the band practice video mm-hmm. I did. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're gonna. Yeah, we're we're putting something out too. And, okay. Uh, yeah, umbilical. I'm almost done. Mm-hmm. But this time we want to take it slow. Mm-hmm. You know, like I thought I felt like I rush every time. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. we're still figuring out the sound. So Clayton was like, "Yeah, maybe you can try uh, something dissonant, something you know." like black metal-esque kind of thing mm-hmm. so I did that I wrote an album so I had him I have him uh, listen to it and sink into it and see what he feels because it's it's something that usually you don't hear mm-hmm. yeah so that's in the works and then yeah I'm oh yeah and then gore noise <laughs> Ooh. yeah I'm trying to do some gore noise I think I hear beeping I think that's... Or, oh, I'm sorry. That's all good. My bad. Sorry, I thought I heard something in the background. What is that oh. ringing? Do I have that's a tumor? <laughs> <laughs> you ever see Grandma's Boy? <laughs> no, no, not yet, not yet, no. Oh, man, you gotta see that movie, it's man. A yeah. Shit, we put on the list. Oh, he's got the list right there. Oh, shit. <laughs> Grandma's Boy. Jesus, okay. I'm very into it. It's oh, a shit, okay. It's a stoner <laughs> comedy, so you're gonna love it. Oh yeah, that's a good one. Oh Jesus! But the the, the mind blowing one, uh, like the latest, uh, the last one I saw that was mind blowing was a uh, high school for me. <laughs> okay, that's a good one. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh jeez, the whole school. Oh shit, it's a very <laughs> cool concept. Yeah. So I got and one how, more. I got one more yeah. question before you before we close this out. Um, for sure, for sure. Is there any advice you can give to up and coming musicians in the same boat as you? Oh, okay. Like, okay. Let's see there. Different concept. I right now, uh, I really love the uh, the old slam sound. Yeah. And the old mm-hmm. like uh, porno grind sound or whatever. But then, like, the sound is great. But because a lot of kids right now the market is not responding to that sound no more mm-hmm. it's like some newer kids were like yeah i don't like the uh, ride the lightning or anthrax or mm-hmm. slayer you know the production or whatever mm-hmm. they're yeah. all because they're used to they're more they're used to more to like heavily produced albums instead of more of yeah, like yeah, that yeah. raw like Over raw mentality or whatever yeah yeah, yeah. And, uh, and plus I, I i agree with this mentality in some ways because like live show like for example like devourment yeah mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. like like their production is sort of raw-ish mixed with this modern kind of sound yeah but like when you when you see their live show it's it's a different it's a different world mm-hmm. it's like you can't even like deliver that sound on the album yeah you know what i mean like yeah like their live show is so insane so groovy like you, you can't pull that off on an album like this and capture the essence mm-hmm. so I feel like they need to find a perfect balance between live shows and uh, albums yeah. and also like with the uh, the aesthetics of uh, the modern you know like back in the day like people were uh, people were happy with Dr. Aquila 
for like shitty, you know, album covers. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But right now, like with the artists, we need to also train the artists as well. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, like uh, for example, Aziz, A Z I Z. Like a bunch of people use his art right now. Like, uh, like a lot of uh, Comatose and a lot of uh, Russian labels mm-hmm. use him as artwork. Yeah, mm-hmm. also the, the boss of a Chicago Domination Fest. Shout out to Miguel. Also, like, his fans use a lot of his artwork. But, like, way back in the day, I remember six years ago, or seven years ago, I, I reached out to him because he was so freaking awesome. And then I gave him, like, weird... I, I had him do a fucking a Dead Alive art. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just for my collection. I was like, yeah, do this Dead Alive with the... With the yeah. Baby. Yeah. 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 I love that scene. So I had him do it, and then so he started creating his own thing, which inspires him to do different things, and so people loved him, and mm-hmm. you know he gets a lot of opportunities. So in a way, we need to train artists as well and designers and stuff to put this all together. So for for the the advice is, if you have a crazy idea, but keep within the boundaries of slam, mm-hmm. like. Mm-hmm. Oh, I had a crazy idea. I'll, I'll add dissonant or black metal. No, that's no, that's following the mainstream. Like, mm-hmm. So, like, oh, I always have, I always have this uh, this comparison. So, like, if you're driving down the highway, if you have like, if you're driving, let's say Volvo or uh, like fucking Toyota, right? Mm-hmm. Or if you drive Ferrari down the same road, you wouldn't recognize. You would use money or use style to get people's attention, right? Yeah, yeah. So if I drive a, a beat-up fucking, beat-up Toyota, for example, beat-up, what was that? What was that uncomfortable sex in the backseat movie? <laughs> uh, what the fuck was that? Yeah, I had sex in back of the Volkswagen. <laughs> sounds like a lot <laughs> of different <laughs> movies. <laughs> Volkswagen yeah. sounds was like a, was a probably uncomfortable. Ben Affleck. Ben Affleck. Oh, that... Clerk? Was it Clerk? Maybe. Clerks? That's possible. Clerks? Yeah, I think so. Col- Colin's going to pull it up on his phone. Because now, now we're curious. we gotta, we got to make sure. <laughs> yeah, he was asking me, girl, where's your house? Like, no, in the back of a Volkswagen. <laughs> so, so anyway, so if you drive a beat-up car and, you know, going to the opposite direction on a highway, mm-hmm. everybody notices. Yeah. Like it doesn't it doesn't require money or whatever. Yeah. Like it doesn't if you're going the opposite direction. So this is what I this is the metaphor I give you know, the, the inspiration I give people. Mm-hmm. Try and be that. Be that guy. Right? Be that law breaking guy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Be the, be, be the so bad right, guy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. So it's 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 yeah. So I would say be that because the the scene needs more variations. Yeah. 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 Especially now with like the, the fucking trending, uh, how do you call it? The uh, we call it jeans. So we uh, so uh, okay. so so Alex in Chinese would be Adi Okay. Yeah. Okay. And then, and then, and then porn would be Apian. <laughs> Adult <laughs> like films, but anyways, yeah. So try and be different. Try and. Uh, in terms of fucking songwriting experiences, if you if you write an album, write twenty songs prior to releasing the album, because mm-hmm. you know you would know you get it right. Mm-hmm. Definitely. And experiment, and then don't 
trying to be cool just being cool. Yeah. Because mm. right now, everybody tries to be cool the same way. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. And then, like, look into, like, comedies or stoner films or, you know, uh, horror movies or whatever. Like, whatever you're into. Mm. If you're into romantic movies, like, A Night in Seattle, uh, Seattle uh, whatever. So, like, if you're really into that, yeah, put it in your music. Yeah, fuck it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you know, yeah, you deliver that sound and make a cool, cool ass like album. You know, make the scene alive. Yeah, oh, yeah. Well, yeah, be a part of the scene. But yeah. Well, hope that's good. our time has come to a close, Larry. Um, don't. <laughs> Thank you, boss. Don't don't go anywhere. We need to take pictures okay. with the laptop, and <laughs> you need to name the episode, buddy. Oh shit! Yeah, so you gotta come up with something. So thank you so much for your time, buddy. Hey, thank you for recording with us. We had a blast. Hell yeah! Uh, <laughs> and you we'll... had a great time. Hell yeah! That is it, folks. That is the season finale. That's it for this year. Thank you guys so much for the support. It really means the world to us. Like if it weren't for you guys, this podcast wouldn't be going anymore. You're you guys are the reason why this is still going, and we will continue to put out. Great pleasure for you all, but it's going to have to wait until next year. Next year, we're going to have a lot more stuff coming up, so be sure to check out the social media accounts for all the information you guys need, so keep an eye out for that. Thank you guys so much for listening, and it just, wow, unbelievable how this podcast started out, and it's it's growing it's growing exponentially like some of the words you guys have said just honestly brought me to tears i'm i'm dead serious like i appreciate all the love colin appreciates all of the love we love you guys so much thanks for tuning in and as always we will see you next time